Hi guys, welcome to Minutes of Joy podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. I can't believe we are here. And thank you so for all the feedback that I've been get, getting for the people who have given me good feedback, recommendations, for those who have been sharing me on ever since I started. I really, really appreciate it. And it's just encouraging me to continue with this dream of mine. And I'm just really excited. I'm really, really excited. I hope you guys have had a fantastic week. That you are uh, having a good day. Or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Um, myself, I've had a good one. And I just want us to get right into today's episode. As I've shared, this podcast for me really is an opportunity for me to share things that have really shaped my life. And in today's episode... I'm going to share one of my stories or one of the things that have happened in my life that truly, truly shaped my life and it was a life-changing experience. And I'm so excited to share because it's one of those things that I've been wanting to talk about for the longest time. And I really share it with anyone who's really willing to listen. And the story is really around change and adapting to change because as we all know, change is one of those things that is constant in life. Things change. You have to learn how to adapt because unfortunately, it's one of the things that is constant. It's a paradox, but it's just one of those things that you just have to learn how to deal with. Um, and for me, this was really, this became really true at a certain point in my life that we're going to get right into right now. 2020 was what it was. And if anything, if there's anything that uh, 2020 really taught me and I'm sure to all of us is how to adapt to change. And for me, that was true because once the pandemic, when the, when the pandemic was just starting, it just so happened that I had completed a contract for an internship I was doing. And so I was home. And during that time, I was just hoping that, you know, it's going to take for like, it's going to take two weeks and then we are back to normal and things are going to get uh, get back to how things were you know we all thought that but of course covid was what it was and during that period of course like everyone else i went through various um all sorts of emotions from anxiety to uncertainty to depression and i think it was really beneficial because at that time i really had to find ways to cope with all these things um and it was during this time that even i adapted i had i really solidified habits that were good like journaling that we talked about last last uh last week as well as other good uh, habits like taking a walk with all the free time that we had really <laughs> for me it was really time to um delve into improving myself the best way I knew how and also resting. And then at this time is where I also really focused on applying for jobs. And I, I, I don't know whether you've all seen that meme of applying for jobs during a pandemic. It's like there's chaos everywhere, but there you are applying for a job, hoping that during that time uh, Nairobi was closed, but still you're applying and other places as well applying and then hoping to get an interview to go to certain places. And I remember I even journaled and I think this is really the power of journaling and looking back at things. It was during this time that I journaled that I would love to work for a fast, uh, a dynamic environment where people are forward thinking, 
hopefully in an in an organization that is based in a city uh you know those those kinds of the, the hopes that we have for the best work environment that even as you are applying for jobs you you're hoping to get not just a good job but one that will change you and empower you and enrich your life and so i wrote that down and funny enough i wrote that i would want to work if not in Nairobi hopefully in Kisumu and just somewhere that's Kisumu is not so far from Kericho so these are cities in Kenya so they are not so far from each other so i was hoping that i'd get somewhere like Kisumu where it would be like an hour to Kericho where i can always go back home every once in a while and i did this and i also talked to people various people and then october came and in october i got a phone call to go work uh where i had gotten an opportunity not even by applying but through a friend to go work but now i was going to work in siaya siaya is in uh, western kenya nyanza sana nyanza nyanza kenya so i got that opportunity and initially i was told i'll just go work for two weeks as probation and then we see from there whether or not I'll continue to work there more like an internship kind of thing and so i got there and what i was doing at the time was okay first leading leading up to even going i really asked myself like this is somewhere i've never been in my life i have never been those sides uh, i don't know anyone there this is uh it's not what of course i had hoped for because clearly i wanted you know a city yeah <laughs> uh but it was what it was and i was like i'm not going to say no because this is an opportunity and i have been home for more than six months now it's time to just try and so i went i got there and the work that i did for those two weeks was really data entry the organization is an ngo that deals with uh, hiv care and treatment and also matters pertaining uh, women and girls all sexual reproductive health gender based violence and what they do is that they partner up with uh, ministry of health to really support uh, people who who are people living with hiv and aids that's plhivs so the work that i was doing for the for the first two weeks was data entry now if you've done data entry you understand why this is quite a daunting task especially if you are not it's not something that you've done for for before it's basically sitting down from morning to evening inputting data into a database which can be excel or other databases so there's one called kobo as well and for me I I just felt really unfulfilled because I had I've gone to school for four years <laughs> you know the feeling of which I think all of us feel you've gone to school for four years you don't think that this is you, you just hit with the reality of what the job market really looks like at first I really struggled even wanted to give up and go back home but I decided to just stay and then it was during this time that another opportunity came still part of this uh still within the same organization and this was a mentorship program and this is what really the experience that truly truly changed my life so a mentorship program was uh starting 
in the organization and the mentorship program ideally was one aiming to improve the lives of young people in the community who are faced with a myriad of uh, various issues uh, especially the prevalence of HIV being high and also sexual reproductive uh, sexual reproductive health and matters like gender based violence uh, and so the mentorship program really aimed to try and empower the young people uh one through knowledge and skills and also through economic empowerment that's money we we went through a training with other 31 girls or 31 women uh from ages 24 and above uh and the training for the mentors now who are supposed to undertake the mentorship program was to be taken through the different topics that are supposed to be covered during the mentorship program and also to be equipped with uh how to do the facilitation um as i was doing the training from the time it started to the time it ended i knew that my role would just be supervisory meaning i wouldn't actually undertake the mentorship program i would just help in supervising the mentorship program so we did the training finished i was even told how i'm going to supervise etc etc and then the next week one of the girls just happened to drop out from the mentorship program and that meant that there was a gap and that gap had to be filled and it had to be filled by someone who has also undertaken the training and that person just so happened to be me now how the mentorship was supposed to be covered or uh, rolled out was one you're supposed to do um mobilization which essentially just means going to the community and by the community i mean siaya a place called game if you're familiar you will know where this is so going to the community going door to door to mobilize young people between the ages of 13 to 21 asking them to be part of the program we had sessions running from monday to friday and so essentially you're supposed to have a class of 25 people in the morning another 25 in the evening comprising of 18 girls and 7 boys so you had to go out there This is a land that I do not know of. I have never been to this place. I know no one and I had to do that. And we're supposed to have a total of over 275 people per pair. So we were we were put in pairs. So 275 children per pair. And so immediately I felt like hey, is this really something I can do because I do not know the language. I have never I do not know the people it's very uh remote places not not town they're very remote places uh so am I really equipped but then again I just decided to to try it was quite challenging at at first because you had to really go into those places know how to talk to people talk to Uh, parents to just allow you to have their kids for for those five weeks and um 
also just starting the classes themselves. So the mentorship program started and I had to learn how to teach. And what just the facilitation is just standing in front of a bunch of children. Starting from 10. So we were, they were grouped in cohorts. 10 to 12, 13 to 15, uh, 16 to 18, 20, uh, 19 to 21, and 21 to 24. So having those children and standing in front of them and teaching them. This is something I had never done before in my life. And it was so nerve-wracking. One, just being able to actually talk keep their attention and uh, be able to articulate yourself and also talking about matters that actually affect them matters like gender based violence that is very um rampant those sides and generally in Kenya they it's it's quite it's quite sad but that is just the reality so talking about really sensitive issues and also just being able to see the joy and see them open up and talk about their issues encouraging them to have goals encouraging them to do we do vision boards so they would write down and even get pictures where they would write down their goals write down what they want to do in the future and just being able to see a child light up and be excited for their future uh despite some of them coming from very poor families they would work, wake up at 7 just to walk for 3 hours to just come to the session so that they can be able to gain the knowledge that we were impacting to them uh people coming with even talking about the issues uh, that they faced be it poverty be it lack of the basic needs be it sanitary towels that they lack just being able for them being able to really light up and uh, talk about the issues that they had and that went on from a period of no- november to january and i remember i even did mentorship the mentorship sessions on 31st of december i was i was there fully i didn't even get to go home and it was quite it was quite intense and what i really learned from that experience was one being able to facilitate and i think that's really helped me even as i am able to start the, the the this podcast and being able to actually talk in front of people confidently articulate yourself uh which i i i did not know how to do before uh two is it gave me a different perspective of how life is i think being accustomed to a certain lifestyle growing up with privilege having access to the basic things the basic needs food shelter and clothing and education is not that is not the same for everyone and just having that life perspective and seeing people who have grown up in very uh very different scenario situations and them having so much joy and them being brilliant and having a very um dealing with the, the cards that they've been dealt in life so that is to my perspective of life completely changed it humbled me it inspired me and also just for us 
impacting that knowledge on gender based violence on sexual reproductive health and even goal setting and having and life skills you cannot teach what you are not what you are not doing you cannot teach people to set goals and believing in themselves uh and go after what whatever it is that they they want in life and that everything is possible for them if you yourself are not doing the same thing if you're not following your dreams and for me i made a, a decision from then to set an example by following my dreams um also it gave me a passion for children and mentorship and i i even continued to do mentorship in different places like um in Nyakach which is in Kisumu county i got an opportunity to work there with a different organization and also just recently being able to work in Wasingishu county where i was born and doing the same and realizing that there is a very big gap that there is lack of information lack of knowledge lack of basic needs that is there uh for girls and even more so for boys i think that's one of the things that i also picked up that even as uh empowerment of girls has been going on that almost all ngos are truly focused on the girl child there has been a very big gap that is left for the boy child who has in a sense been neglected that that there is a need for the mentorship program to even reach out to those boys and even me being able to interact with the boys the few boys that we interact with you would see how much they are yearning for knowledge for hope for um someone to just mentor them and walk with them through life and tell them that things are actually going to be okay uh and just giving them the tools that they need to navigate life and its challenges and that has really empowered me to the point that I am now and to to do certain things that I never thought I would ever do and i think it all came from being able to accept change and putting myself in a situation where at first i felt inadequate i felt that i could not be able to do it and accepting to go in a land that i had no idea about being able to really view life differently and i think that experience really changed a lot for me and it really helped me adapt to whatever environment no matter how different and it's it's really um strengthened my muscle for change and for adapting that even if i'm placed in a place where it is very different from how i i i know and uh what or just an a different experience then i can adapt and i can be okay in whatever environment and so with that i think it's just one of those stories that i i am truly proud of and i am still really uh passionate about matters pertaining women men and being able to mentor someone and for me that's one thing that i i intend to continue to do even going forward 
Um, and so I don't know where you are, and maybe there's a change that you're that you are trying to adapt to. Maybe there's an opportunity that is very different from what you think you can do. From my own experience, I'd say that go for it, and um, at the bare minimum, it is an exp- it is an an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to change. Uh, and become better so that's it for today thank you so much for joining me in today's episode i hope that it's been an informative one and uh, kindly share with me your stories of things that maybe you have uh, experienced or things that you have um, been through that has really changed your perspective on life i'd love to hear it i, I love listening to those kinds of stories i'd really really appreciate it and this podcast is available on all streaming platforms and you can also follow me at underscore minutes of joy on instagram bye